0: All right. All right. What is up, Henry?
1: Nothing much, Stratton. What's
0: up with you? Uh, I'm just super excited because this is my first podcast with a guest star, being you. Let's go. Henry is one of my best friends. I find him very nice and a very intelligent person, so I think we can have some interesting conversations.
1: Thank you for having me on, Stratton.
0: Of course. So, first I thought we'd talk about something simple. We're both doing a sleep challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we got to stay up till, or no, we got to wake up at 8 a.m. every day. Very exciting. Do it for 90 days. And each day we feel we have to pay $10. So it's been about what, like six days? it been about, yeah, about six days now. <laughs> I wanted to know how you're doing. I'm doing all right. I had to
1: use one of our freebies like a few days ago because like I was just not feeling it in the morning. Uh, even now, like today, like I just stayed like an hour in bed, like trying to fight off really? the urge
0: to go back to sleep. Damn.
1: Yeah, I was about to be like, should I just take the L on this one? By okay. what
0: what like time in the day do you start to finally feel awake?
1: Uh, after I get out of bed, like, so that would probably be like around uh, nine. <laughs> do you
0: think if you got out of bed right at eight,
1: like you would stop feeling tired? Maybe I need to need to must up the
0: energy to do it. though. Yeah. So. dude, I remember when I did when we did the challenge back in December. Mm-hmm. I every time I woke up, I would stay in bed for like a good two hours, like stay watching YouTube, hours. trying two to hours. just stay awake. <laughs> I remember watching like this. You know, voice critical, yeah. I remember Angle watching, Zero. yeah. yeah. I remember, he had like this hour long video where it's like them trying to like hold this massive like dildo, <laughs> <laughs> like who could do it for the longest. And I remember just watching that, like falling a, like almost falling asleep multiple times. It was like such yeah. a fever
1: dream, bro. You did you do? Did your eyes do the thing where they just like kind of flutter a little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, bro? That's oh. how it was like the first three days of this challenge. It was rough. I used a freebie on accident, bro. Accident. <laughs> yeah, cause I just did. You just like pass out. You I know, like, did, so I was? did, bro. But yeah, so do you? Do you feel like the sleep challenge is worth it so far?
1: Uh, so far I'm. Mm, I need to utilize the early, the early part of my day more for me to say gotcha. it's worth it. But I guess once we get into it a bit more and like start being more productive earlier in the day. Then it'll start to be a bit more worth it. Yeah, I
0: see. Yeah, because it's not worth it if you're tired the whole day. You know? yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: That's what been... uh, what was your sleep schedule before we started? Before we started, I oh, I started going to sleep at like four, oh, and waking yeah. up at like 30, 12. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was getting like seven and a half hours. Um, now that I'm still getting about seven and a half hours, but I feel so
0: much more tired compared to like. Do you know, think it's because your like body's used to? Sleeping. Being asleep at that time? Yeah, I think so. That's probably part of it. Because sometimes I get, like, nine hours and still feel like shit when I wake yeah. up. Yeah.
1: And nine hours is, like, the optimum amount of time. Exactly. At our ages,
0: especially. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know me. I was sleeping, like, at 10 a.m. Waking up at 6 p.m. You said you were worried about... <laughs> yeah, I had work at 5 p.m. I was like, fuck! That's so early. Dude, I've honestly... The first three or four days are pretty bad. But now I'm feeling, like, really good. Like i've been waking up at seven instead of eight because that's when i've been naturally waking up which is weird because that's never happened to me before but uh yeah
1: i find myself like i usually wake up like an hour and a half before like i actually wake up like i just use the the restroom and then i go Uh back to sleep like so i'm not sure if i'm like Losing any sleep or not? Would you
0: wake up that hour and a half before? Do you feel like awake or do you feel groggy and shit? I feel a bit groggy, Because yeah. right. I read, I watched something that said it was really counterintuitive. It was like good advice to wake up feeling better it was like, let's say you're trying to wake up at eight, maybe push it back to, 630 push it back to might, six thirty, because you might, you might, like you'll be surprised apparently because maybe your body is just supposed to wake up earlier, mm-hmm. or uh, like maybe you keep waking yourself up like, in the middle of your REM sleep, you know, and that's supposed to, like, fuck you up, I guess. Yeah, so maybe I am, like, constantly sleep-deprived, but I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if,
1: like, if this is what I'm, like, sleep-deprived, I wonder how blissful it Dude, would be. Dude, you're
0: probably just fucking, like, a god. <laughs> oh, god. i send ascended
1: right? to another plane after getting into to sleep. But, um, yeah. like, if that, that strategy you said about, like, pushing it back to 6 o'clock, you know, like, and then you wake up at 8... What happens like when you get used to waking up at eight again? Do you have to like push it back again or what?
0: Yeah, see, that's why I was confused about it because I feel like your optimal time to wake up. Like I think part of it's probably genes. Like I think people are more predisposed to staying up late. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I always say this because yeah. I've always <laughs> I've always spent a night owl, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel like it's. I feel like it's the genes aren't sent down to like the time specific time you wake up. It's probably like more broad, like a range. yeah, yeah.
1: And also, like there's also like the the age range that we had to consider too, like you know how uh, you know babies sleep like pretty much most yeah. of the day but like teenagers sleep a lot later than like adults
0: yeah i wonder why that is
1: yeah like is there an evolutionary advantage to that or
0: something let's think so if you're a teen maybe it's like maybe it's less safe for old people to be like hunting and shit at night mm-hmm. because their bodies are more frail while teens have, like, stronger bodies. So if they stay up later, they can hunt while the older people sleep in <laughs> <laughs> so that the older people can hunt more during daylight where it's safer for them. That's an interesting <laughs> theory. I'm just off the dome, man. Off <laughs> the dome. <laughs> you have an evolutionary... Maybe you like? should switch majors. <laughs> Maybe I should switch majors. Uh, you, in high school, you were very, like, disciplined with your sleep, right?
1: Yeah, I was. Why I, was that? I, I tried to be because, one... So we were both in uh, an acapella group together yeah in high, high, mm-hmm. high school um, and one day we had I think this one concert we stayed out. I was pretty exhausted by the end of it like I think I didn't have that much sleep beforehand so by the time I came home around like seven or something I just like knocked I was just knocked out dude I, I skipped dinner I just fell asleep and then I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I was just like, this is so cool. Really? <laughs> like, I woke up before the sun rose. I was just like, this house is empty. I can eat breakfast. I can do some homework before I go to school. And then, like, after that, I was like, this is a really cool feeling. So I want to keep trying to replicate that. So I went to sleep, like, 8.
0: Oh, wait, it started with that? Yeah. You weren't just always, like, disciplined with the Yeah, sleep? yeah, it started with that. Oh, I, I was know. like, this
1: feels really cool. So I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, I kept doing it for, like, a long time. But after high school... After graduation, I was like, summer hit, and I was just like, I don't need to go yeah. to sleep early anymore, so I stayed up, stayed up wow. later, so I was just like, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, and it happens, it, bro. It, it happens, right? It escalates, and then like, two was my max for a long time. I eventually, I broke through, <laughs> it was like a wall, I had to climb. <laughs> yeah. I broke through to uh, to three, and then to four, and then at one point, I went up to, to six Damn. in the morning, yeah, and... Uh, that's not even the worst my sleep's been. When I was a kid living in California, not Alaska.
0: Um, <laughs> I used to think he was from Alaska for like no yeah. reason,
1: because you had, you had me confused with another yeah, Asian kid, right? Another <laughs> Asian kid, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, um, <laughs> before that, when I was living in California, we we lived in these like small apartments. Yeah. And uh, I had an iPad, so I was I was that kind of kid or i was like that staring my, i was staring at my ipad like oh, all okay. the time right yeah. and uh, i had to like hide it from my grandma and shit because oh, she that was fine. bad yeah was, it was pretty bad oh, yeah mom. so i would sneak it in like i had a case on my ipad and one time what happened was she she took the ipad itself and like kept it in her room i snuck into her room i took my ipad out of its case left the case there on like with the case facing outwards, so she wouldn't tell. Oh. And then I went back, and then I stayed up till like seven in the morning. <laughs> how old were you? I was like elementary school, so like what? fifth grade. Yeah. Dude,
0: that's crazy. Cause me and my cousin always tried like we tried to stay up all night, and we could never get past like four. Yeah, no. So I don't I know was... how you did that as a kid.
1: And then I would like stay asleep till like two o'clock, Damn. two p.m. To, like so lunch was my breakfast basically.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, it was pretty bad.
0: That's kind of fucked doesn't middle <laughs> school kid.
1: Yeah, and then, and then I don't know what happened after that, but I, I somehow managed to reset it. Like once I had middle school, because like you wake up a lot earlier.
0: I'm still impressed that you were able to do the five a.m. thing and like was it effortless for a while?
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Maybe it's just because we had school so early. Cause like we had sc- school started at, like seven. All right. Yeah. So like waking up at five is only two hours earlier than you would have to wake up. Yeah, yeah. But still, that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I just like. That one concert, man, just rested me yeah. up in a way that yeah. I really liked. I mean, we
0: gotta go to more late concerts. <laughs> more late concerts. No,
1: it just it wasn't late. It
0: was just exhausting. <clears throat> oh, exhausting. Yes, yes. Yeah. But
1: you know what I find really crazy? That there are some people that can that are completely fine with four hours of sleep.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that, dude. dude that sounds so cool, <laughs> dude. I'm like jealous, bro. Because if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you only need four point five hours of sleep. That's like four extra hours you get in the day. Yeah, and then you add that up. That's like years. Dude, that's so people. much
1: more productive. Like, yeah, like think about it. if you have twenty-four hours in a day, right, and you sleep for let's say eight hours. That's the average. Yeah. So that's a that's a third of your day, right? But if you only sleep for was it four and a half hours? That's like that'd be like a sixth of your day. It's sixth of your day, basically. Oh, wow. So like for most people, like sleeping would be a third of their life, right? Meanwhile, these people it would only be a sixth of a sixth of, of their life. life. They're so much more productive.
0: Bro, have you heard of those like sleep cycles they have where like I think it's called the Uberman sleep cycle where oh, you it, sleep where you 20 sleep, minutes yeah, every yeah. 3 hours? That
1: sounds kind of crazy to me. I'm I wondering. heard
0: you need like a specific maybe it's that gene, like whatever he gives you the 4 hours thing. Yeah, like yeah. I heard you need specific DNA to make DNA. it work. Maybe we should breed out the people
1: <laughs> <because> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, selective breeding. Hours. I'm selective. sure that's Eugenics, ass, bro. Cool. <laughs> they, I think they had a they had a good idea. Yeah, they probably had something. They probably had something. Uh, I, the people behind it were, I don't, I don't remember who they were. You know, they must have been pretty cool people. The people
0: behind eugenics, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah. must have they might have been cool. Nazis.
1: No way. No, no maybe, maybe way, not.
0: Like maybe I'm thinking something. Yeah, like
1: there's no way the Nazis could think of such a cool idea.
0: Speaking of Nazis and history. Nice segue. Nice segue. You were pretty good at high school. What do you say? What the hell is that? Because <laughs> we learned history in high school. Ah, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. see? I got all the connections. <laughs>
1: That's scary. I was like, you call me a Nazi? <laughs> no, no. Henry's definitely not a Nazi. Yeah.
0: I'm probably too, not, right? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, what was your question? You were pretty good at high school. Yeah. I, I was, would say
1: at least. Yeah, I was pretty good. I'm good I, at school in general.
0: Why do you think you're so good at school?
1: I honestly don't know. It's just like might be the asian culture like, might be the asian culture because you know like asian cultures put a lot of emphasis on education and stuff yeah. but i didn't really feel that growing up my parents were like pretty loose with my education they're just like if you do well then that's really good right like you know how some parents have to bribe their kids to be yeah like, if you um get like an a on this test or something or like a grade or something then you get certain like reward like money uh food right a trip to amusement park whatever right oh yeah she didn't they didn't really bribe me with any of that they also didn't try to punish me either but that's because i guess they never had to punish me Wait, did you get
0: benefits for getting good grades no that's yeah not really wow my brother did
1: my older brother did but that's when uh, i don't know we were in a weird situation around that time but after after my older brother like i didn't really get much um, there might have been a time where I did get stuff, but it was so long ago that I don't really remember.
0: So would you say that you doing good at school is definitely more like an internal motivation?
1: Yeah, like I was just like, um, if I can do, do it, it, I might as well, right? Yeah. If I can get good grades, why, why shouldn't I? That would only help me in the, in the long yeah. run. Do you and, think
0: it's worth it to get good grades?
1: yeah it makes a lot of things a lot easier i guess mm-hmm. in your prospects right you want to go to a good college get a good career you know that would help you don't need to go to college to get a good career right you can go yeah. to like the blue college start Oxford, a podcast start a podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe Hopefully. be the next joe rogan experience yeah, we're, we're trying we're, we're trying, trying. <laughs> this is just the start this right? is just
0: the start you know how like well, was it, it apple
1: or something They're yeah just, like, I, i'm basically thinking,
0: like, steve jobs, basically <laughs> the steve
1: jobs. Yeah. and then uh yeah um what was i saying
0: uh, you were saying it's you don't need a degree to get a job or yeah, go yeah college I don't need a degree. but it helps
1: but it, it does it help helps. like it, it opens up more options right yeah. but i do see the argument where people say like that's years of your life that you could be doing mm-hmm. focusing on something else that you truly enjoy right and working towards something yeah. But for me, like right now, I don't know what I want to do. So yeah. getting a good degree would help open up a lot of prospects. With you know that deliver a lot of money. Because I do, I do like money. That's
0: kind of how I always viewed getting straight A's in high school. I was viewed it as just like a key to unlock opportunities. Mm-hmm. Cause like I don't know. I just thought like my my idea was I'll get really good grades in high school so I can get into a good college. And then once I'm in college, I won't focus on. Co- like grades as much and more just making sure I learn the material. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in college and I'm like The grades. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about like <laughs> graduate school. So now I'm like okay, I'll focus on <laughs> grades and undergrad and once I get to graduate school not care about grades. So like am I always just going to be caring about yeah, grades? Henry? grades. I guess once
1: I mean graduate school will be the last thing for grades. Right? I guess you're right, right? Yeah. Yeah, because then once you get a job it, I guess performance reviews will follow <laughs> <the> Fuck, <laughs> Henry. Don't say that. <laughs> Damn. Grades will always follow you, bro. But, yeah, it doesn't... I don't think it would ever hurt to have good grades. That's true, you know?
0: Well, do you, or do you think in high school there were ever times where... Because because I, I definitely think... There were some times where I was more grade-centric than learning-centric. Mm-hmm. Where I would just do what I have to do to get a good grade. So, like, for example, my math homework. We had one teacher who... Like, you could just short. Like, she would just look at it real quick and check it off. You could just show her the same homework each day. <laughs> and she would just check it off. So... Like, I would do the problems, but, like, I would do them, like, if I couldn't solve it, I would just write shit down Mm -hmm. that looks like stuff so I could get the homework grade. And I felt like if I really focused on the homework more, Mm -hmm. I would have learned it more, and I still would have gotten good grades. But I think since at the time I was focusing too much on just, like, the grades without, like, the reasoning behind it, Mm -hmm. maybe that hindered me a bit.
1: Yeah, like, um, I definitely agree that focusing on grades too much could hinder your ability to learn, right? Um, I'm saying um a lot, dude. Of, don't even worry about ums it. Um's and likes, bro. Bro, crazy. I watched
0: the first podcast I did by myself, and dude, there's like a five minute interval where I just said like a hundred times. I think something like <laughs> that. I yes. like, oh. yeah, but it just comes with practice, you know. Like, no, like, Please.
1: like you try one. to use filler words to, to let your brain catch up with what. Yeah, I say, heard. Right?
0: I heard like it looks because in your head you think you have less time before it starts to look, look like awkward silence but actually you have more time than you think yeah so whenever you like in that situation where you got to say a filler word if you just don't say anything the audience would just kind of like be on the edge of their seat like oh, oh what's yeah. he gonna say you know yeah and also
1: like sometimes if you, wanna, <laughs> if you actually slow down your speech a lot more mm-hmm. it looks like you're deliberating a lot more it makes you seem more intelligent i mean that's what i've heard at least. i think
0: it i think there's some truth to that no yeah, cap so
1: let's 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 slow it let's down. Slow it down. Let's, let's get, it get to down. a
0: groovy state. What was I saying?
1: Oh yeah, grades. Grades, right? <clears throat> I think we should put a lot more emphasis on learning material itself, right? Because I I never had trouble with having good grades. Like you know those those kids that didn't need to study at all. Yeah. That, um, that was just, you. That was me. Yeah. Hey, my bad. I never <laughs> really to. Like I see, I see people. You know. Like a lot of our friends, right? Yeah. That try to, that don't try. They study like hours and hours. I think on I know end. someone you might be talking. Yeah, about I'm not, I think we know many someone <laughs> yeah. like that. That study hours and hours upon end, right? And they put in so much work, and they they get the grade they want, but like only just, right? So exactly. if they didn't put in that, those hours of work, then they wouldn't have those good grades, right? But it gives them. A lot more understanding of the material, right? It also gives them a good true. work ethic.
0: Yeah, bro. I, yeah. dude, work ethic, like,
1: work ethic's crazy. I feel like I have the worst work ethic, yeah. ethic because I never had to study for anything.
0: Dude, I, I, feel that a little bit. Like from high school, I feel like I've learned a lot more in college now because you kind of have to study a lot more. I still haven't gotten to that point, bro. Damn. I need, <laughs> dude, take like a otters physics class. You'll be physics. fucked in the head.
1: Yeah, but. Also, that scares me because, you know, it's a drawback because you don't... For me, that I was didn't need to study because I never learned to study. I never learned to put in the amount of work that other people do. So, whenever I hit, like, a roadblock or something, then I'm just like, I can't do it. If yeah. I can't do it naturally, like, first or second try, then, like, I'm done, right? So, I, I fall back a lot. That's, that's my major flaw, I think, with Interesting. me. That I... I give up a lot of, on a lot of things really quickly if I can't advance very fast. Like people, people struggle. If people struggle through things and they work towards it and they defeat it, right? Then they they understand that they can do something. Like if they put in enough work, right? And I do believe that that everyone can do that. Yeah. Like I believe that I can do that. It's just like naturally, I just fall back a lot.
0: Do you think it's more just since you're not used to pushing through and doing the hard work, like you just have a tendency to not want to do it or is it more if you don't get it fast enough you think like oh i can't do this since i can't get it fast like if i'm not gonna be able to get it fast enough like maybe i'm just not it's not worth doing
1: yeah second one for sure interesting
0: um that's how i feel with my physics class (laughs) because there's these kids next to me that are just getting it super fast and like i just will get it as fast as i eventually get it dude he he gives us take home exams so you have as much time to spend on it as you want Mm -hmm. bro if if he gave us in-person exams that were like timed, like one, f- or two, I'd be so fucking <laughs> like even if they were easier questions, I think I, it would just take me longer to yeah. figure it out than the average person. There's also the
1: psychological thing to just fuck.
0: fuck yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah. Time exactly. pressure, and um,
1: yeah, for like definitely the second one that you said earlier, where like if I don't get it fast enough, that's why I had a lot of hobbies. Like I, my sister knows a lot about this. She has tracked kept track actually when I was younger I really wanted to be into astronomy mm. like studying in stars oh, is that and why stuff. you have a telescope that is why I have a telescope yeah. well I, I recently got back into that but I've also dropped it really fast yeah. I had a lot of phases where I wanted to get into astronomy art philosophy um, writing stuff like that right and I I went I got into one really fast. I was like, okay, I put a lot of time into it, but then I was like, eh, I'm not really progressing anywhere. I might as well move on, right? So I move on to another thing, and another thing. Like me and my sister call it these like my phases. Wow. Okay. How so long do these phases last? These phases last like maybe a month or so. Okay. Okay. So a good enough time to like get through a little bit of the beginner stage of like learning a subject, but like not advance any further. Um, that's so I I've, I've identified that about myself and I really wanted to work <clears> on that so that's why I want to get back into drawing um, I saw I was cleaning out my closet and I found like my sketch pad from yeah. when I was in seventh grade I think I brought it out I took a look through it I was like wow these are actually pretty good and my skills have like deteriorated because i just haven't been working on this and then i thought to myself if i kept working on this from that point till i where Uh i am now i would have been really cool i think a lot better than what i am now at least Mm -hmm. and i really wanted to strive for some kind of improvement so and then since i just recently identified that like i just give up really easily i'm like i want to work at something till i'm really good at it
0: yeah, right. dude. That's so really I, nice.
1: I really want to improve, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick with drawing, and I'm going to improve because if I, if I keep putting it off, right? If I keep pushing <coughs> it away and say, I'll just figure it out later, or like if I, since I haven't invested the time in it, like I'm not going to get to a level where I'm happy within like a reasonable time frame, right? Mm-hmm. But those are just excuses, I feel, you know. So I decided, you know what? That time that I'm going to put in will be starting now. So, five years from now, I'll be at a lot better place than where I am right now. Because I have missed out on a
0: lot of time, I gotta make up for it, you know. So, I think that's a great idea, and that's, I've I've been trying to do the same thing. And one thing that struggle, that I struggle with when trying to do that is, and let me know if this has happened to you, where I'll pick something and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna commit to this, and then like a few days later, like I start to get worried, because I'll start getting interested in something else, I'm like, what if this isn't the thing I want to commit to Mm -hmm. right now? And then it's like, I spend all this time working on this where I actually would have liked doing this better. Mm -hmm. And now I just, I could have been spending time getting good at that. Have you felt that and how do you like get around that? I
1: I have (coughs) felt that a lot, actually, with, um, like before the drawing thing, I was like getting into trying to write and stuff. But when I saw the, the, I want to get back into drawing and stuff, I was like, I looked back at my writing and I was wondering if I really should move back on to drawing or if I should maybe develop these two at the same time or something. I don't know. I just I guess I just made a decision. I was I just said, you know what? I want to have a skill that I can make market improvements on. Gotcha. You know, like see a clear line that yeah. I was improving because with art you can kind of see right whether or not someone's improving or not like you see all those montages online of like artists when it's like five years old to ten years old oh, to fifteen yeah. whereas in writing is is a little bit more nebulous to look at to see writing improvement right you have to go through blocks of text yeah. to see whether or not
0: well like
1: use of grammar here is a lot better and like commas apostrophes whoa that's crazy
0: well also like I feel like I mean they're both subjective right they're both mm-hmm. arts but I Definitely. feel like writing's a bit more subjective where it's like like I feel like or I just yeah I kind of agree it's kind of easier to see how much better you are getting with art art because like let's say you're drawing a circle yeah. for example like you can see how much better the circle mm-hmm. gets over time where with the writing it's like Maybe, like, you were doing some style when you were younger, and then you changed up when you were older. Yeah. And some people might find the younger style better, but, like, that doesn't mean you necessarily became a worse writer. It's just, yeah. you know what
1: I mean? It's also a lot of tech, technical aspect of drawing, too, like your technical mm. skill, right? Whereas, I feel like in writing, there's definitely technical skills with it, like your use of, uh, I guess, devices or whatever. But. Not as technical as art, right? Wow. I've probably some people will find like some way
0: to argue for both sides. Yeah. Right? But for me, I feel yeah. You in that, that moment, you just felt like art would be easier to see progress. In. Yeah, definitely. So, are there any moments then? Because you you've been practicing drawing for what, like a month now, at least. Yeah, Around about so you've been so you're getting to that point where yeah. you might want to start switching. Are yeah, you yeah. feeling any tension right
1: now? I've. spent... <clears throat> Too much money. <laughs> <I'll>, dude, that's, <laughs>
0: honestly, quit. You, you know, be, like, putting external pressures on you to mm-hmm. continue something. are such a good way. Yeah. Like, to, like you, I've self. invested
1: a lot into it now. Yeah. I feel like if I bail out right now, that would be a waste. That's yeah. what I did
0: with this podcast. I bought, like, $80 worth of mics and <laughs> yeah. web so I'm like, okay, now if I don't do it, it's like, what am I going <laughs> to do? Right? Yeah, it's exactly. a waste, right? Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: Yeah, so I bought uh, a digital drawing pad. that's a graphic drawing pad so i've hooked it up to my mac and stuff i'm just like i'm gonna i'm gonna learn how to draw all right so yeah
0: what's the what uh what are you drawing right now like learning to draw and then what are like possible end goals for what you would like Mm. to be able to draw
1: so what i found is that i want to start at the basic fundamentals that everyone should know in order to advance as an artist right like at first i was just trying i was trying to draw a face and then i was like why aren't my faces improved like i felt my faces definitely improved but like they were not at a level where i was happy with them and i know it's only been like a few weeks but even still i was just like how can i streamline my learning process compared to when i was younger that's that's the way i can streamline make up like making it faster yeah making more efficient gotcha. learning the more useful techniques as. <coughs> So I can like catch up to where I would be if I kept practicing from back then. So I found that you know, there are fundamentals to good drawing. So learning how to like utilize a pencil correctly, learning how to use your grip. Like there's um the the way that we use a pencil normally, it's called the tripod grip where you hold it between like three fingers.
0: Alright. Okay.
1: <laughs> Some people might write weird yeah, it's, but I can't like tell grip. how I write without a pencil yeah, that's yeah, weird it's a standard grip All right? tripod grip tripod grip that's, that uses a lot of wrist motion right so you make it's good for you making fine adjustments on paper yeah but for broad strokes and stuff like a big circle you're not gonna be able to use your wrist to draw a whole circle like really well You can, at best an oval okay That the size of your wrist so that's why you use your elbow and your shoulder well so this
0: grip. so this is like getting into like like physical yeah, exactly. parts of drawing too, not just
1: yeah. yeah so, okay. but for like bigger gestural drawings, right? You want to switch it to like an overhand grip, where you hold it between like your fingers and your palm, like that. Kind of, yeah. Basically, it's an like overhand. If I had a pencil, I could show you, like mm. that chapstick. want you try it? Chapstick. Yeah, yeah. Try with the so chip. this is the this is the standard tripod grip, right? Okay. But this is the the overhand grip, where you hold it like oh. that. Can I try? it? Yeah So Like that? Yeah so you put your face you face it down on paper and Oh I see your, how you could use your elbow a lot Yeah you easier. use your
0: elbow And your shoulder
1: a lot more It gives yeah. you a lot wow. Wider
0: range of motion So do you gotta do like arm
1: exercises? Oh yeah. Like, yeah like you gotta hit the gym <laughs> Yeah the that's what I think sure. But just the one arm Just the one arm. Well, there's other things you can do for that. Yeah <laughs> You can switch on and off With um, other activities Yeah, yeah, yeah Of course <laughs> <laughs> Like I definitely Oh yeah No same say For bro. sure
0: but yeah, so circles. So <laughs> yeah, circles. <laughs> um, so
1: that's that's the fundamentals I was getting to. I was like, I want to break down my drawing Damn, process. so you're getting to like the basics. Basic, basic. But that's good. Right. It's
0: like fundamental, what, it, Fun- first principles? First principles,
1: whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, this is the stuff that you can't practice enough, right? So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll do that. And then, like, once I started feeling a bit more comfortable with that, I started drawing basic shapes. You know, a circle. Circles, if you use just a tripod grip, they're very hard because, like, how would you normally draw a circle? You'd be like... Tsk, 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 tsk. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you go around like kind of hoping that it lines up yeah. pretty well. Yeah, no, I agree. That shit's but hard. I've learned, I took this course on Skillshare by this guy called Brent Everston. Really cool. Really, I'm really enjoying it. He's a very good teacher. And he says to, you know, like kind of make the shape before you touch it and like do it in momentum so once you actually put it down it's a lot easier because well, you kind of like see it, it. yeah you trying to see it yeah before you put it on the page and that's it's a lot easier to make circles that way with the overhand grip especially because you can use a wider wider range of motion to make it smoother
0: gotcha it's really cool does this stuff yeah. extend to like triangles and squares and stuff or is it more just curves
1: uh for that <coughs> for the it kind of applies for all shapes where you want to make the if you're doing a curve, you want to like trace it out before, and if you're doing a straight line, you want to trace it out before, kind of like that. So, and then once you see it on the page, it's a lot easier to visualize if you kind of mime out what you want to do. So after that, after I got more comfortable with that, I moved on to uh, basic volumes. Volumes? So, yeah, like a three-dimensional oh, objects yeah, in yeah. space. Gotcha. So, cylinders, Cubes, oh, I love and cubes. spheres. So yeah. I've just been practicing those for the past like <coughs> week or so. Really? I have. I actually bought a sketch pad, a new one, and then I've been tracking, I've been drawing a lot of shapes on one page, and I've been tracking down how much of each shape I've, I've drawn really? every day, yeah. So okay, been, so then
0: I have, a, I have a question, which applies to this. Because a lot of, like, I look at advice online on how to learn physics and math, right? And they're like, a lot of times, you just gotta go through the monotonous practice of doing problems, even though, like, you they like get boring after a while because you kind of know how to do that, but like you make mistakes every once in a while and like you're not really learning anything new. You're just practicing the skill. Mm-hmm. So do you feel that with having to like draw a cube over and over again? <laughs> Some
1: days I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> at, at what point
0: do you feel like you're able to move on? Is it when you draw the perfect cube or do you just have to draw a certain amount of cubes to if feel I good? If I can draw a good, good
1: volume without it looking like a fluke. A fluke. A fluke. That means I can replicate it consistently oh, f- oh okay yeah. Yeah. if I can replicate it consistently so with the basic volumes a lot of what helps to construct it is using like axis lines so symmetry lines okay. so I construct the oval for a cylinder I construct an oval first and then I draw a line of symmetry through the oval till I can see where things land right and then after that I draw another line of symmetry for the bottom oval so I can see where I put it and then after that i draw the two sides to close the two ovals oh. together to make the cylinder and i've slowly i've been trying to wean myself off of using constructing lines because oh I wow can be able to so what are they like training it. wheels kind of kind of yeah hmm. you you can always use them right but it does make the process a little bit slower and i want to be a bit more <coughs> efficient when i draw it so i don't necessarily need to use it it's more
0: like to help you visualize where you want to put your shit got so so right now you're drawing like pretty simple shapes right Mm -hmm. so let's say in the future you wanted to draw like a dragon or something Mm -hmm. does drawing these shapes help more just in learning like the motion and technique of drawing or like will actually being able to draw the shape help drawing more complex stuff both actually yeah so
1: according to the course at least but also i can understand the reasoning behind it is that every single object that you see in space can be reduced down to these three basic volumes, right? Really? Yeah.
0: Squares, yeah. cylinders, and
1: spheres? Uh, yes. Uh, or cubes. cubes, my bad. Or boxes, whatever, because oh, you okay. can use prisms, right? Uh, so okay. boxes, cylinders, and spheres, like, you have to just make fine adjustments to, like, the overall shape and stuff. And also combining them and stuff will help you create certain things, like um, this, this frame behind you. you can yeah reduce it down to a box, right? A very thin and tall box. Yeah. And then, like, couches and stuff, you can, like, kind of, you can see it's comprised of a couple cylinders, a couple
0: boxes, and stuff like that. Have you seen those, like, wooden doll things of, like, humans? Yeah, the mannequins. Are those, like, humans reduced down to those shapes, kind of?
1: Kind of, yeah, basically. Whoa. Like, they're obviously modified a bit, but, yeah, yeah. sort of the same principle. So, it, it helps you with the motion and stuff and the principles see how you do it. And then also, you can construct more complex shapes out of those things to make it look more than just a cylinder in a box in a sphere.
0: Uh, so, like, let's say you were trying to draw a dragon. I don't know why I'm thinking dragon. just the first yeah. thing that popped in the head. But, like, would you draw, like, an outline maybe of, like, yeah. it into these basic shapes? And then after doing that, you can add all the details? Probably,
1: yeah. I haven't gone to that stage yet, so uh, there's probably going to be some minutiae or some other, like, techniques to do it, but from what I'm seeing, that sounds about the basic process. You know, we want to break it into basic, uh, biggest basic shapes first, and then fine-tune it down. Like, the analogy they use a lot in the course was you have, like, a, you kind of like a sculptor. You have a big block, uh, block of uh, marble, and you're slowly whittling it down. So you want to start with the basic shit first. Like, the whole, the basic kind of shape for it, and then you start doing, like, the minor details.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so, kind of related to drawing, but, so, like, drawing is kind of like this artistic endeavor you do, right? Mm -hmm. But your major is very STEM-based. It's like computer (laughs) science, computer, engineering. And we've talked about this a lot, but, because I felt this, like, kind of internal struggle with, like, pursuing, like, STEM, career or like pursuing type of arts because like I was really interested in film at one point mm-hmm. film, yeah. so I don't know I guess just how do you like figure out what you want to do a very big questions maybe you could give advice even though I'm sure that you're still a bit <laughs> lost like we all are how do you like what are your plans for like pursuing drawing while also pursuing your major and like would you ever want drawing to like if you got good enough to and you can make money like that be your career like how do you see things as in there?
1: For now, my plan is to get my degree in the STEM thing. So, computer engineering, yeah, computer science, STEM, STEM, STEM thing. thing. It's, it's what no, I'm this saying. is big shit, man. Computer <laughs> science
0: and computer engineering, That sounds. Yeah. Uh, because things? I've
1: always been good at STEM shit, so I was just like, might as well. And also, it makes good money.
0: Yeah. And I like money. So money's want, great, bro. You could buy like, more drawing pads. I can buy more drawing pads. <laughs>
1: exactly. I just, I'm, I'm good at it, so I want to get something that. I, you know, I like to take the easy road. but I, I, uh, Sorry,
0: I just funny that computer science and computer engineering is the easy road. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, look at so you. It makes
1: know. me sound arrogant. But no, just, bro. I, mean, I, no I
0: get it, though, because it's, it's, I, I picture it as the easy road in the sense like it's a very secure degree to get. Yeah, it is a very you know? secure. So you don't have to stress like, Not
1: much. You're not going to run out of computer engineers. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to run out of space for those guys. You always need them. So I want to get into that so that... It's an easy, secure job for me if yeah. I, once I get my degree. But, uh, and right now, drawing is just a hobby for me. So I still want to focus on my STEM stuff. But if I get, I do get good enough, I would like to see if I can maybe make some money on the side for that, like, you know, freelance a bit, I guess. Gotcha. And if it gets, like, really lucrative, then maybe I might switch over in case um, being a computer <coughs> engineer or whatever is, like, too boring, yeah. like, life training or something.
0: You know, I feel like no matter what, it's good to, like, as long as you like the degree you're getting a, at least a little bit, like, it's interesting. I feel like it's a good thing to just have in the back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm qualified to do a bunch of shit if, yeah. I, if I do get those degrees. Because
0: a, a lot of people give the advice, like, you got to find your passion and just go full on with that passion. So let's say, like, you really like drawing, which you do. But let's say, like, you really wanted to just be great at drawing and you heard the advice, like, if you're doing anything else on the side, like you're not, if you're not fully committed, you're never going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. Which like might be true in some sense. Like I'm sure because the people that put more time into something just get get better, more out yes. of it. But at the same time, I don't know because I feel like I mean I would always get stressed that like if I <laughs> like if I'm not super passionate enough in this one thing where I can just do this and be happy, mm-hmm. then like I'm not going to be successful. Yeah. And I feel like for some people, it's just better to have multiple things that they're maybe doing on the side and just see, like, yeah. like what opportunities arise from them and then go down that route later on.
1: Yeah, like, we've... I think we're on the side where it's, like, we want to have multiple things that we're good at. And then mm-hmm. we, we also have our friend... Can we say her name? <laughs> oh, Brianna.
0: Yeah, Brianna. Yeah, 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 We can say her name. Brianna.
1: We also got Brianna, who did drop everything else to focus just I know. on her career.
0: And, like, that's also... Like, that's very admiring because... Like she is enjoying that, right? She's mm-hmm. like fully into it. She like she doesn't seem unsure about it when we yeah, talk to her. She's right?
1: fully into it.
0: So I think in that case, it's a good idea. And she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, really good. It's like she's already, she's made she's some putting money a off lot of, of it.
1: You know, she put a lot of investment of time and money into it. Yeah. She's going, she's going all in, right? And she's getting a lot of dividends out of it. She's exactly. got a YouTube channel. She's making money off of it. Yeah, um, yeah it's it is really profitable for her. And just, I don't know, for me, if I feel like I have doubt, then I just, I can't, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a benefit to having multiple things, at least, because, for example, let's say I just wanted to be a physicist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm decently smart, but I don't think I'm smart enough to make, like, the huge contributions that, like, some of these, like, very famous guys make, like, shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I was fully just into physics, and, like, I kind of, like, put my value, my internal value into physics, Being a good physicist I might like It might be really hard Because I'll always compare myself Like I won't be as good as this physicist Right blah 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 blah. But when you have multiple things That you're doing And like As long as you're getting like Decently good at them And progressing Then you kind of Slowly put yourself into A pool of people That has less and less people So then like You just become more unique Like Instead of Being like a great physicist Now I'll be a great physicist With a podcast You know Like (coughs) Good at rock Yeah great podcast Really good at ping pong. Really too. good at ping pong. Dude,
1: yeah, that, that ping pong game was really cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: we did really good at ping pong yesterday. But um, I really want to get into ping pong. Too. <laughs> Dude, see, so oh, I was gonna say something. So yeah, yeah. I th- basically, I just think having multiple things is a good thing. Yeah,
1: being, having a lot of talents to surprise people is also yeah. a good way to to get you a bit socially cool. I guess.
0: Yeah, socially. No, I do feel like sometimes, you know, it's like you when should really only be doing things because you know you want to do them not mm-hmm. for anything else but there are some things that i like doing that i'm also like if i get good at this i could really impress yeah, you, you know? you I, f- I would feel really cool if i could
1: do it because you know when you find out like when you have <laughs> your friend right you know it's good at something and then you find out they're good at super good at something else too. yeah and like that's completely not related you're just like
0: well it's because you're breaking the box they put you exactly in right like maybe someone meets you you know you were always really academically good in school they're like oh he's a nerd he's just really good at school and then all of a sudden like you show them this drawing of like a magnificent <laughs> dragon dragon bro. and they're just like what the fuck he's artistic too okay i gotta make this box a bit bigger because now yeah. there's more too. and it. then and then i'm also good at rock climbing <laughs> yeah bro dude i want to get so good at rock climbing <laughs> dude. Dude. Yeah,
1: being good at academics and also you know the arts and then mm. also physical activities, bro, bro, that's
0: triple threat, triple threat, triple bro. fucking threat.
1: Dude, girls oh. gonna be all of Girls gonna <laughs> be all. You <laughs> oh, sound like nerds. You <laughs> 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 sound like nerds for sure. Nothing
0: wrong with nerds, by the way. I yeah, love no. nerds. Mm. Nerd culture now, especially, is crazy.
1: Like, remember back? <laughs> remember back? People we weren't alive back then, but you <laughs> know, remember. all those movies like in the nineteen eighties and like to. The early two thousands, right? They're all about how they're trying to have the nerd get the girl, but he's the underdog, right? Yeah. Because he's you know lame. He's always getting bullied. Like uh, Back to the Future, Marty McFly's dad, a science fiction oh. writer. He was also a freaking nerd, <laughs> and getting like <laughs> clowned on by Biff. Yeah. And then also like what was it the Goonies? I haven't seen the Goonies, but there's I'm probably nerd characters. they There probably were, yeah. But I think the I early 2000s, especially 2000s to 2010 ish is where there's like, you know, geek charming, right? Bro, geek charming. <laughs> that's, Dude, that's a core that's memory, back.
0: That's back then. That and was a good yeah.
1: So that's the, that's all the <coughs> nerd shit. And yeah. they're always the underdog trying to get the girl. And nowadays it's kind of flipped, right? Because we've seen so much saturation of where the nerds, are the good guys where. Mm-hmm now of course the nerds get the girls right if you're
0: smart you're gonna get the girl yeah. whatever that's just how I feel about <laughs> do that. you think that's why you did good in school cause if, <laughs> if that's why it didn't work cause uh, <laughs> we're, our friends think, because we were like very invested in getting good grades and shit mm. we didn't focus as much as yeah, they other thought thought that we were asexual. they thought we were asexual <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with being asexual but you know when you're not asexual and you're trying to get, like, a girlfriend, <laughs> it's kind of hard when people think you're asexual. So now I'm like, what, yeah. do I gotta, do I gotta fuck now? <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I gotta prove? Dude,
1: yeah. she's like, I need to get laid now, How do get laid. Just to shut them off. <laughs> yeah. But for no other reason.
0: Ah, I was gonna say something. Okay, so we are talking about high school. You were good at, do you, oh, do you feel like you had a good ex- high school experience?
1: I did. Okay. I feel like I did. How so? Definitely, I it was a lot better for the later years. Well, actually, a lot of things happened toward the later years, yeah. but my whole experience was pretty good. Actually, a lot of my high school experience that I remember was in choir, yeah. we were both in choir. I came from middle school. It was a different middle school. The one in Alaska. Right? Yeah, the one in Alaska. I yeah, yeah. Um, I came from a different middle school than that most people were zoned for. So I came into high school with basically no friends. I had a fresh slate and I was very nervous. So for the first couple of weeks, I was trying to like puff myself up, feel like the sociable guy so I can make friends fast. But I, I don't think it was really working all too much. And then I how did you try?
0: Real quick, how did you try? I'm curious how middle school Henry tried puffing himself up. <laughs>
1: middle school Henry tried transitioning to freshman, yes, 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 early freshman year. Early Henry. freshman year. I tried being like really loud, tried being really funny. Oh, I was okay. like making a lot of jokes. I'm not sure landing? If, <laughs> what was that? Were the jokes landing? I'm not sure if they were. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I was just. I think I got a couple laughs, but maybe they're pity laughs or something. Uh, okay.
0: So pity laughs are still laughs. Pity laughs are still laughs. I was
1: I, the me that I was naive and young. I, I was I was eating it up. I okay, was like, I'm feeling so cool. Okay, no. you know? I like But uh, choir was really what I made like a lot, a lot of my friends. I think you <clears throat> were probably my first friend.
0: Who me? Yeah. Oh shit! Really?
1: Yeah. When we went to honor choir together, oh, yeah. and you yeah. was like, you were Miss Golds. We were in Miss Goldstein's class, right? Yeah, and yeah. And I was just ah, like, yeah. "Yeah, I am." And then we started hitting off from there. And then I started talking to more and more people in choir. Like you, you were introducing me to some people, and then I started making friends on my own. And then I got. Well, we a, struck
0: the fucking gold mine we struck the each fucking, other, bro. Yes, sir. We're the same fucking friends best friends to this day. Best friends to this day. I freaking love you, Strad. I love you too, man. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, after that, like, it was a kind of a snowball. I felt a lot more confident in myself in freshman year. like, And then moving on to sophomore year, I made more friends, got more involved in the choir. I I got into the highest level of the choir, the Magicals Choir. Yeah. And that opened up a lot more opportunities for me to make friends, right? Because everyone in there was super close-knit. So once you're in there, like, you just start making friends, like, automatically. And then after that um, was when we started... So junior year was when we started getting into AP classes, right? Mm-hmm. And every and people in AP classes generally are pretty close because we're all struggling through a lot of the same subjects. And it's usually
0: right? the same people, right? It's usually
1: yeah. the same people, so we got know each other a lot more. And so my social group kept expanding a lot more. And uh, I had a lot of fun. And then toward the end of junior year, COVID hit. Yeah. So that kind of I kind of put a halt on a lot of things, kind of cut us off pretty oh, really quick. Yeah. Um, like, I was I was in like five AP, we were in five AP classes together, yeah. we had the exact same schedule during your year. Dude, that was nice. That was really nice, we walked everywhere together. Yeah, I cool. like that. You yeah. know how most people say like, if you have the same schedule with someone, you're gonna get sick of them eventually? I never Never happened. It never yeah, happened. Man, it was so
0: we're, cool. just, we're just too good at communicating. We're too man. good at communicating.
1: We never really, I don't think we have any issues that we really get mad at each other. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it was really cool. And after that uh, COVID hit, um couldn't cut us off a lot but senior year was oddly enough the time where i hung out with people the most even though we were mm-hmm. online pretty much the whole year because people were inviting me and like i could drive finally and i just felt like i really wanted to hang out with people so
0: yeah so you're saying even though senior year was online that's where you hung out the most
1: basically <laughs> right? when everyone was most isolated that's when i was like you were thriving. Social. I was thriving socially, bro. Dude, I
0: felt a similar thing, and I think it's because I started. I read. I read something like you should treat friendships the same way you treat work. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like work. You'll like set schedules. You'll set to do lists. to What you got to do. You'll set goals. Blah, blah blah blah. All that stuff, right? And with friendships, a lot of it's more like, oh, I'll just let it happen, right? Because in high school, like you're around the same people all the time, so you're just bound to. Like eventually, like become friends with someone by chance, just by seeing them every day. Mm-hmm. But I read something where you should treat it like work, where like you gotta actively set up times to like talk to your friends and make sure you're keeping up with them on like a deep, like a decent, decent amount of decent amount of times, right? So because of that, I started because I was always one of those people where I would make friends at school, and then if there were hangouts or something, like I would just wait till someone texted me. 'Cause I was like, you know, I got nervous to like plan shit myself, right? Yeah. But senior year was when I was like, okay, I gotta, you know, start showing people that I wanna hang out with them mm-hmm. by inviting them to things and creating things too. So I try to do that more senior year. Yeah. So I also I kinda work
1: on that a lot more. Anyway, it's like
0: it's, scared, like, it's scary, bro. Like the first time we went rock climbing, like you and Brianna are my closest friends, right? Mm-hmm. And even then I was like a slightly nervous. just like <laughs> like like when you got like if you said no or something like obviously it's fine but like i don't know just rejection in general like <laughs> it still like tinges a little bit you know yeah yeah for sure yeah so i agree the senior year i also started i feel like i also felt like i got more better quality friendships because mm-hmm. like all the people i hung out with school but like didn't really hang out outside of school like sadly i didn't get to hang out with them as much yeah but like the people that i did hang out with school i hung out with a lot more yeah you so deepened like, love. they got like a the, lot
1: deeper yeah. our friendships like Got developed a lot of depth after
0: yeah, like i feel like like we like we were always good friends but i feel like senior year we started getting into more like deep conversations yeah, and stuff and like sure. opening up more and that was nice
1: like after the <coughs> choir award we hung out with steven oh, yeah, that and was then we nice. went out to go to hang under the stars and that was i think our one of our deepest conversations right? that was we, really nice bro we were having such a good time Steven had a blanket in the back. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. We, we laid out the blanket and then we, we all laid on it.
0: Yeah, this is starting to sound hella weird. But it, was, it was a good time. We was, just laid. It was basically a picnic. Basically, basically a picnic. Under the stars. Under the stars at night in yeah. the middle of nowhere. We had our socks on. Somewhere. We had our socks on. So, so yeah, it was no cool. one. Not that it'd be wrong. <laughs> not, that it'd be wrong. <laughs> not that it'd be wrong. I just don't want to be telling any weird stories. You know? we're, we're not asexual, but we're also yeah. not homosexual. Yes, Exactly but um heterosexual heterosexual exactly but some there's something i wanted to say upon that whatever that means Mm. but um yeah that was a really good night i think that's what i'm kind of hoping to get this out of the podcast like i really like deeper conversations and like that's kind of cliche like i feel like most people like that Mm. like i remember when i worked at dutch bros and if you don't know dutch bros is a coffee shop that's like really customer service oriented so you got to talk to all your customers when they come by and like chat them up, and I would just like it like killed me inside because it was, those conversations were only like a minute or two minutes, so like you couldn't really talk about anything really interesting. It was always just oh, what are you doing today? And it was very surface level stuff. Sometimes, sometimes I got into some cool stuff, but yeah, I'm hoping with this podcast I could like find more people and just get better at conversations in general, so it could carry over mm-hmm. to my normal life. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that'd be really nice. But back to high school. So you felt like you had a good high school experience? I did, yeah. Okay. A lot of people said they didn't like
1: high school. I'm just like, well,
0: high school is pretty fun. I really liked it. No, I felt like I I enjoyed high school. You know, it wasn't
1: too I feel like you need to make something out of it to to get something out of
0: it. I feel like being in choir definitely helped. Oh, yeah. So what I wanted to ask you then is do you have, what would be like general advice for people that might be in high school? Maybe they're like in their freshman, sophomore year, just got out of COVID, Mm -hmm. and maybe they're not enjoying high school. How, what, what advice would you give to maybe make the rest of their high school experience better?
1: I would say to not only take all the opportunities that come your way because, you know, a lot of options pass you by, right? You Some people say, like, you want to hang out with us? And you're just like, sorry, I'm not really feeling it or I don't know, I just, I can't make it or something for some reason, right? But if I took in all those opportunities that did pass, like, did come toward my way, I feel like I would be uh, a lot better place with a lot more people you know a lot better socially as well mm-hmm. but also to create opportunities for yourself you know trying to uh hang out with people a lot more on your own accord trying to make your own opportunities <laughs> like trying to what is it do projects on your own uh take up new hobbies stuff like that just have, try to have a good time make friends
0: yeah no like, i like i i feel like i've noticed you doing that a lot more like in terms of taking opportunities because i feel like whenever we have something like cool and to like i like do to hang out and like we tell you about it like you always seem pretty down yeah and i really like, i really want so, to do so like, it's always nice okay well <clears throat> we're about to get over an hour i know you gotta go somewhere soon mm-hmm. i wanted to try something do you know who lex friedman is
1: Who is that?
0: Lex Friedman is this podcaster I watch. He's one of my inspirations. And he does this thing where every guest he has on, he asks, like, these two questions at the end, which are always the same. So he always asks, like, what advice would you give to young people? And he always asks, what's the meaning of life, right? So you always get these different perspectives on these questions, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to steal his questions, but I want to have, like, a question that I ask at the end of the podcast to kind of have a similar thing. So I'm testing some right now. This is the one I've thought of so far. But what is... Something that you've learned in your life that has impacted your life in a significant way. Mm, Let me think.
1: That's a good question.
0: Yes. (laughs) You heard it here, guys. Henry said it's a good question.
1: Um. What have I learned that's impacted my life? Oh, that the amount of time that we think that we have to live is actually not that long. Interesting. Like, if you, I, I saw this one um it's like on the cool guides reddit or subreddit where it's just like it has this chart of how many weeks you have to live and if you're 20 like you're like a decent chunk of the way through your life already oh wow yeah and i was just like i kind of put things into perspective, like how little time we have oh well, so it's like know?
0: a thing that helps you visualize it
1: yeah it's like this is how much time you've lived already and this is how much time you have left so like you saw it put on like how many weeks you have left. I was like, "Do we have so many weeks?" And then I saw, it and it was just like, uh, "Not as many weeks as I thought there would be." Interesting. So I was just
0: like, oh, "Do you shit. feel like that's made you like change?" A little bit,
1: yeah. I would say like <clears throat> I just wanna do get more out of my days, you know, yeah. trying to
0: pick up more things. Yeah. Do you feel like you're getting better at like making your days more worth it? The limited times you have left. A- I would say that I'll, I've been trying to make it more worth it. That's good. As long as we're on the upward trajectory. Bro. Yeah, exactly. It could be going down a bit, but as long as you zoom out yeah. and the line's still going up I, on average.
1: I feel yeah. like the only obligation that we have as human beings is to become better than we were at the beginning of the day.
0: I like that. Well, I think that's an amazing place to end off. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, I really appreciate you being my first guest. Of course. I right. was like pretty nervous because I've never did a podcast with anyone. And, like, it felt very comfortable with you. It was very nice. Very you nice. You gave some very interesting topics, Ed. Thanks for being on, Henry. Of
1: course. Thanks for having me, Stratton.